from Kalaloo Studios in New York City. You are listening to Let's Take It Offline with your host, Ishana Palmer. Hey, Fab Crew. You're listening to Let's Take This Offline, the podcast for everyday leaders. Part inspiration, part set down. Let's have a conversation. Here's where you'll find the real deal about living well and leading well. I'm Kashana Palmer, your host and resident leadership whiz. What happened in the meeting after the meeting? We talk about it all on Let's Take This Offline. Don't forget to subscribe, download, and leave a comment so we can keep the conversation going. Look, I get it. It's tempting to put your head down and get to work. Ride the thrill of accomplishment and get your hustle on. Especially when getting things done is what you're known for. Not to mention, you're good at it. But here's the thing. There's also that voice inside of you telling you that if you don't slow down, you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah, I know that voice. And I think it's time we all listen to it. Because now, more than ever, women are tying on their superhero cape at the cost of their mental, physical, and emotional health. Between never-ending Zoom meetings, conference calls, virtual team huddles, and helping others do their job, many of us have hit a wall. And if we haven't hit it yet, we definitely see it coming. Bottom line, prioritizing ourselves and hitting pause isn't just an option, it's a necessity. What if I told you that there's a luxury experience that allows you to make that necessity a reality? One that allows you to reconnect while you disconnect. The Rooted Collaborative is inviting you to join us in sunny Jamaica for the 2022 Rooted Retreat. For four glorious days and three rejuvenating nights, your soul will be fed by our dynamic speakers, immersive conversations, and global community activities in ways that will ignite, empower, and revitalize you like never before. The stress doesn't deserve your best. You do. So treat yourself to the best at this year's Rooted Retreat presented by The Rooted Collaborative. Head on over to www.therootedretreat.com to book your spot and find us either in Jamaica or online. All right, y'all, it's your girl, Kashana. I am back for another episode of Let's Take This Offline. I am doing a special four-part series, Grow Where You Are Watered. This is our summer well series powered by Bloomerang. Thank y'all. Bloomerang, shout out. (laughs) And uh, in this series, we have been covering just some of the things that I have been seeing with my clients, uh, in myself, with my work over the last year around leadership and wellness and well-being and the questions that we should be contemplating as we think about our work as leaders. And, you know, The thing that has really come up for me recently, because it's been a recurring theme 
uh, with the work that I do in my coaching practice. And it's actually come up on the road as I've done keynotes and folks have come up and talked to me after keynotes uh, to, you know, really kind of dig into some of the challenges they were having, which is amazing because I'm a stranger to many folks. And they're like, listen, but I just have to talk to you because you see me and you get it, which I appreciate, feel humble by and I love. But the, the thing that's been coming up is, can we actually be vulnerable? And so today I just want to talk about just the idea about vulnerability. And I know there's lots of conversations that have swirled around vulnerability. And so what I want to really zero in on is this idea of faux vulnerability versus real vulnerability and how that works for us as leaders. So one of the things that I have joked about for many years and said that like my shame level is real low. (laughs) <laughs> because let me tell you, Mama Dawn has no problem. And listen, Father P's, like, you know, my dad is the one who uh, does the intro for the podcast. They have had no problem over the years in telling me about my stuff. OK, zero problems. And so because of that, there are very few things that like actually really embarrass me. And because there are so few things that actually embarrass me, I feel like I can share a lot that there's, you know, a lot of vulnerability that I get to bring to the table uh, because, you know, I'm not, I don't really have a lot of shame around things. Or so I thought. The reality is I carry lots of shame about things that I probably shouldn't feel ashamed about. But I have learned through really great storytelling to distance myself from the feelings of shame so People have the experience that I'm being vulnerable because I'm sharing something that is personal. But in actuality, is it though? Because I've given the story over as a storyteller, like it's happening to somebody else. I'll give you a quick example. I feel very, you'd hear me talk like I'm really, really proud of being a solo mama. Now, I am proud of my journey as a mother. I want you to know, because I did not sign up to be a solo mama. I was a full on married lady. Um, And did not sign up to be the divorcee um, or raise my kid by myself. Didn't sign up for that life. When you read what I write about it, when you see me with my kiddo, when I talk about it, there's a lot of pride in what I've been able to accomplish, despite the fact that I am living a life that I did not choose for myself. I actually wanted to be married. I actually wanted more kids. I actually wanted to have a different type of life. I imagined for myself a two-car garage, picket fence, three kids, one and a dog. I did not imagine one kid, one mama, one dog. Did not. Still got the driveway though. Only one car though. I didn't imagine that for myself. So when I talk about it, it's, there's a lot of pride there. But the shame that I carry with me that I don't talk about is feeling like my marriage was a failure. Like I failed at something. And I don't talk about that a lot because the reaction and the response I get from people who love me and who care about me is you didn't fail. He failed. You know, like he left like this. This is not a failure on your part. And you don't know what God was even saving you from. All true. And yet still feel like a failure. But I don't talk about that part. I talk about the part that lifts up the experience. And for the most part, that is the right thing to do. But you get the experience of me being vulnerable, talking about the the challenges of being a single mom, the challenges of raising my kid on my own without the pain that comes from the fact that that's not the life I wanted for myself. So that's like a real world example of full vulnerability 
Let me talk to you about the fact that I got divorced, but here's what I've been able to do with it. And here's some of the challenges I have versus real vulnerability. I struggle with connecting in love relationships because I'm worried that I'm going to fail at it again because I felt like a failure, right? Like those are two very different conversations. So that's in my life. Guess what, y'all? That carries over into my work. And so as a leader, when I sat in the seat as chief development officer, chief external affairs officer, when I sat in those executive roles, the pain and the shame from my divorce, from failing in a relationship, the worry of that also came into my work. So how many of us are carrying that level of vulnerability that we don't want to be able to express into our leadership? How does it show up? It shows up in us being closed off. People don't really get to know us or maybe we don't even get to know ourselves or it shows up in us being super high flying achievers, really hard on ourselves and therefore on others. And we mask that as, oh, I just have a really high bar. Oh, I'm just a perfectionist and I work really hard. Oh, I just want things to be a certain way. And those can be true. And the fact that we have all those other things that are brewing in us going on that are happening at home are affecting our life. And so we don't actually get to experience being vulnerable because we're too busy covering up the aspects that we don't want to talk about, that shame, that disgust, that anger that's bleeding into our leadership. Maybe we don't have that at home story, but we have that previous work experience story. Three jobs ago, we were wronged, let go unfairly, blamed for something, had a bully, was a bully, right? Got an unfair review, what the situation was two, three jobs ago. And you're in this role right now and you're still experiencing the residual hurt, anger, disgust, disappointment, rage, shame, fear of that experience that was even a couple of experiences ago. So it's preventing you from bringing a level of realness, of vulnerability, of openness, because I see vulnerability to a degree as, as the, the, the willing to have your hand out, to be open into this current experience. So how do you decide how to be vulnerable as a leader when you're navigating these tough roads, when you're navigating the fact that your previous experiences are affecting where you are right now? So these are some questions that I ask myself. Do I have the ability to be curious? Bringing curiosity to your leadership is so critical because it allows you without forcing you to be an active listener. To give people grace, to lean into folks, to be able to say, let me hear more about that. To enter into conversations with your judgment meter lowered. It allows you to be present as you're listening. So that's something that's really, really critical and important to me. When you're able to kind of lean more into authentic vulnerability, really showing parts of yourself, it means that you have been able to really access and dissect and spend time with your own story so that you know the parts that are important for folks to understand, to be able to move on a thing. Cause sometimes we have to leverage our own stories to get people to move, right? To get people to act, to activate. 
And also it allows you to connect to your own story without throwing things away. So I threw away the hurt part. Oh, you're not going to get that part of me. But the hurt from being wronged in a chief development officer role where I was blamed for something I didn't do or seeing other team members get passes and get opportunities to fail and start again that I didn't get. That type of hurt, that type of bring, it hardens you as you move across into a new thing. And so you have to be able to really think about that as you are thinking about the like, what does it look like when I decide to be vulnerable? Are you able to demonstrate an understanding of perspectives other than your own? And if you're deciding to be vulnerable with someone else, have they demonstrated that as well? Really, really important for you to be thinking about that as you think about your leadership journey. Are you approaching others in this time with a sense of respect? And when you're leaning in to be able to be vulnerable with others, have you seen those folks do the same? Have you established a culture as a leader of respect in your organization? Because your culture really is comprised of the attitudes, behaviors, actions, and practices of your team members, of you. I mean, everybody is leading on this one. And so are you able to do even that? These are real important questions that I want y'all to be thinking about. And have you been able to, and do you feel comfortable in sharing experiences you had in the past so that they can help folks as they navigate their struggles right now? And can you do that in a way that honors the experience that you've had and also makes space for what you learned and for what you want others to take from it so they can be on their own learning journey? These are just some of the questions that I want you to be contemplating as you think about the question about vulnerability. Can I actually be vulnerable? Do I know how to do that as a leader? Do I have to be mask on, mask off, mask on? Do we have to be switch hitting all the time? And I don't know about some of y'all, but for me, as I show up as a black woman in leadership spaces, I've had to be mask on way more than mask off. I've had to have a sense of invincibility, of being impenetrable, of being unfazed and unbothered. When on the inside, I was totally phased and totally bothered and totally penetrated, like every, like, you know, just, just taking body blows everywhere. And having to put up with stuff so that I could survive. And that had a massively negative effect on my wellness and well-being. The number of women and particularly women of color and specifically black women that I work with that are dealing with those body blows that don't show up on the outside, that cause them to show up in a way that they don't even recognize as leaders in their organization just to survive would astound you. The amount of just, just psychological harm that is being ha that's happening in organizations from their peers, from our peers. Let me include myself in that. Maybe even by you as you're listening. So I want you to pay attention to that fact that vulnerability goes two ways, it's a two way street. So how are you making space to be vulnerable? And how are you creating space for others to be vulnerable with you? So I want y'all to be thinking about that as I close out this series, y'all. We have taken us through pausing and planning. 
We have taken us through our leadership roadmap, our mental health roadmap. We've asked a question about, are we well? We've brought it home. We're thinking about vulnerability and how that shows up in our lives. And so as we step forward into this next season, I want you to think about the question, are you growing where you've been watering? Or do you need to water in a different spot? Do you need to uproot those seeds and replant them so that they're evergreen in a different spot so that you can bloom? I want you to think about that. I want you to contemplate that. And I hope that you are able to access that. And if you need additional support to join us at the Rooted Retreat happening September 29th through October 2nd, 2022 in Jamaica or online at www.therootedretreat.com. This has been another amazing episode where I've just been able to just kind of dig in just a little bit, y'all. We just splashed around in a kiddie pool on the aspects of wellness and well-being that we don't always talk about. We kind of get to the like, what are you doing? How are you taking care of yourself? Where's your, but can we just dig into the ways that it shows up and the questions we need to be asking ourselves so that we can be more powerful leaders? If you like what you heard, please like this, please share it, send it to a friend, give me some feedback so we can bring back some more episodes of Grow Where You're Watered, our special wellness series for Let's Take This Offline, the podcast for everyday leaders. I'm Kashana Palmer and I'll talk to y'all real soon. Like what you heard and need a little bit more of this in your life? Well, I want you to head on over to Kish Camp, my virtual camp for stressed out managers who are looking to manage people better and lead with confidence. You can head over to Kish Camp at www.kishcamp.co.